and no one necessarily needs to know every intricate detail of how the plane works, but you better trust and know how to verify the person that's helping you is doing everything in your best interest. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Thanks for joining us today on Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Storholt here with Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group in Kansas City, but serving clients all across the country. We're online at listentoscott.com, and you can find great information there. Listen to past episodes of the podcast and much more. Scott, great to be with you once again. Today, we're going to be talking about the five signs you're in good financial health. So this should be easy for folks to digest on today's show. Definitely. Wait, good uh, good use of words You like that? There. Okay. That's, right, that's yeah. nice. So, that's nice. It was a little cheesy. <laughs> it, it, we'll, let, we'll let it slide. And it's this time of the year. You know, people are focused on, mm-hmm. you know, improving things and checking in. Uh, I know it, you know, the first year I always get my you know, blood work done and just check in, see how things are going. So it's always good to check in on your financial health. So we put together a quick five-part checklist uh, to help measure where you stand. And again, this is not an exhaustive list, but it'll be a great start to, to really get your mind going about, am I doing well? Am I on track? Am I going to be okay? Because those are the big questions that people have. Yeah. If the 22 items we covered in the last episode about uh, you know New Year's resolutions to make from a financial perspective weren't enough items for you, we've got five more you can kind of work off of here. So that's good. Yes, absolutely. All right. So five signs you're in good financial health. Here's number one on the list. You spend less than you make. Well, that one makes sense, right? We want more coming in than going out. It makes sense. But is it happening in your life? Mm, That's what matters. Probably not. That's what matters. And so, again, you know, things, you know, happen, you know, but one of the characteristics of being able to retire from paid work to be able to live off of your money is the habit of spending less than you make and getting in a situation where you have a, a nest egg that supports you. And if you want it to last as long as you do, we just have to be fiscally responsible with the inflows and the outflows of your financial world. So that one, we just got to make sure we're understanding what's coming in, what's going out. You just want an honest picture of that and not just yes. a, a shoot from the hip guess kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Have a process to follow to ensure you're on track. Okay. Sign number two, that you're in good financial health. Hopefully you are one for one on the checklist today. Uh, You understand the future tax implications of your savings. Now you meet with people every day, Scott. Would you say a lot of people are checking that box on their first meeting with you? I would say that more the, the reality of the situation is when I ask, so has anyone talked to you about you know, the, the future tax ramifications of your IRA or 401k. They'll be like, no, no, nobody ever has. Anybody to run those numbers, ran through a process? No. And most of the time, the really the responses are, no, no, no never has showed that to us or talked about it. We've been focused on saving and accumulating, and no one's ever looked at a tax return for them and, and looked out towards the future. On occasion, I would say one out of 10 people, it doesn't matter the size of the accounts. I had not too long ago in the last 60 days, a gentleman very successful, uh, had about a million and a half dollars in his 401k, 
that were rolling over to an IRA. And when I asked him about, hey, have you anyone talked to you about the tax implications of this account? He's like, well, yeah, I mean, what, what do you mean tax implications? But I don't, I don't have to pay taxes on that money when it comes out of out of the account. I'm like, um, yeah, let me show you what those look like. And so we, we put a plan together and, and projected out, and he was shocked. And he's been a do-it-yourselfer. He's been good at saving the money. But he was operating on the misconception that, hey, I put this money away. It, it's not going to affect me tax-wise when I retire. Hmm. He was wrong. you know. So we got to understand the three tax bucket diversification pieces. How is it taxed going in? And more importantly for our clients, how is it taxed coming out when you take it out to spend it? That's what you need to have a good handle on. Mm, those are great points, Scott. All right. So make sure you understand those future tax implications of your savings. If you don't, it's a bit of a sign that you're not in as good a financial health as you might think you are. Uh, so it's a good little red flag maybe within your own finances. All right. Here's an, sign number three. If you're married, both you and your spouse know enough about the retirement plan to be able to manage it if something happens to the other one. And I would take that a step further. Most of the families that we serve understand the idea of delegating to professionals to free up time and to guide them. I could do my own taxes, but I pay a CPA firm to do my taxes and to do my books. I have attorneys that do legal work on my behalf. I'm not an attorney, can't do legal work, but I understand most of those documents. And so most of the time people are coming in because they want a co-pilot or a pilot I should say, to pilot both of them through retirement. If something happens to one or the other, they know that someone's there to take care of them or a team of people to take care of them. If you are the pilot of your plan, more than likely your significant other has zero interest or very low interest in what you do. You love it, they don't. And in that situation, one of the most important things you need to do is choose your successor in case something was to happen to you. You want someone that you agree with, you align with, their principles, characteristics. You need someone that if you're not here, either because you pass away or become incapacitated and it's outside of your power to continue to manage it, you just need someone there to pilot and take over. And that's why you need to pick a successor. And no one necessarily needs to know every intricate detail of how the plane works. What you better trust and know how to verify the person that's helping you is doing everything in your best interest. Very good. All right. So number four, four uh, five signs that you're in good financial health. Number four, you have a retirement income plan. Why the specific income plan isolated here? And I would say a written retirement income ah, plan. Okay. So where is that money coming from? So a retirement income plan is what resources or income sources do you have that are guaranteed like Social Security, pension, uh, annuity income, things like that. That's your money in, your money out of your expenses. And if you compare those two, you might have a gap. The gap needs to be filled by something. And that could be part-time job, full-time job, you know, rental income. Most of us are going to rely upon our savings to fill that gap. So it's either taking principal or excuse me, taking interest, dividends, or principal or a combination of those things from your nest egg to supply income to shore up the gap. 
but that needs to be a written plan you can refer back to because that will let you know where it's coming from, the effects it has in your overall plan, and most importantly, what are the tax impacts of doing that? Very good. Laid out very nicely. All right. Last but not least, a good sign that you're in uh, or a sign that you're in good financial health. Last one. You don't worry about your financial future. And where I see anxiety happen the most is when people are uncertain and they can't answer the questions. Do I have enough? Is my money going to last as long as I do? Okay. Am I going to be okay? If you don't have a sense of calm about those things, that probably means you don't have a solid plan in place and or someone to guide you through the emotional roller coaster that can happen when you're retired. Because I can tell you right now that you know the markets have been up, you know, up and down a little bit. We went through the pandemic. People get relaxed when the markets are good. All right. But you don't want your plan to be predicated on the ups and downs of the market completely, right? You, you need to have some contingency plans put in there. You need to have a good emergency fund, a cash fund. You know, we call it the war chest. You may have some protected assets that grow and don't go down with the markets. You need as much assets as you can to grow in the market to keep up tax inflation. But again, it, financial plan is the thing that you look at. Financial planning is the habit or the act that you do on a continual basis to make sure that you stay on the road that you want to be on and you establish the proper guardrails to keep you on that road. And we have to determine how fast or how slow we need to go, depending on the terrain, AKA the economy and the markets, but having someone in your corner, that's what allows people to sleep well at night, to not stress and to ultimately know you're going to be okay. You're going to be able to weather the storm. This time is not different. We're going to come out of it. It's just going to be a different way that we're going to get ourselves out of, you know, financial situation. So again, if you can sleep well at night, that means you've got a good plan and someone helping you that's has your best interest at heart. Excellent, Scott. So there we have it. Five signs you're in good financial health. Before we wrap up, any bonus ones you want to throw in there? Well, I would say it's not a bonus one, but here it would be if you're listening to these and say so you're not a client, you're like, you know, that sounds important. I wish I had that art. I really need to explore that. Uh, what I would encourage you to do, it's the you know, first part of the year where it's fresh. Uh, it, we can you know, chart our course. I would say it probably makes sense to give us a call and go through a 15-minute, no obligation, called discovery phone call, just to talk about your situation. And here's what we're going to say. We're going to say, say, Walter, you call it and say, Walter, how can we help you? What's on your mind? What caused you to call? What are you concerned about? And if we talk through that in 15 minutes or so, they say, you know what? I think there's some things that could be done. Let's take a deeper look at your situation. Let's chart the course that you're on to make sure you're headed where you want to go and make sure if you've got everything in place to make it a smooth ride. And so that's what we call our complete planning review. It's a process we go through with all of our you know, prospective families we're going to work with. But I encourage you, if that sounds good to you, makes sense, reach out to us, uh, get on our calendar. Let's do a quick 15-minute phone call to see if we can help. Uh, worst thing that happens, you jump on that call, we uncover a few things, we give you, you know, some recommendations, you go on your way, life is good. You know, that, that's actually you know, a good thing, no obligation. If we uncover a few things, you're like, well, let's take a deeper look. That's fantastic because we can really dig in and hopefully give you deeper recommendations, deeper planning, 
that truly change the trajectory of your retirement and put a plan in place that you can sleep well at night and not stress about, am I going to have enough? Is my money going to last? Am I going to be okay? Uh, go through our process. We can help define that for you. Very good. Again, the way to get in touch, 913-393-4724, 913-393-4724, or go online to listentoscott.com. There's contact information in the show notes section of our show if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify or one of the apps. Uh, you can just check that for ways to get in touch. Lots of ways to touch base with Scott and set up that time to visit and chat a little bit about what's on your mind and those questions. But hopefully that helps you out with some signs you're in good financial health or if you still need to do a little bit of work and hope you enjoyed today's show. Scott, thank you for your help. Off to a good start here in 2022 and we'll look forward to another conversation with you soon. Absolutely. Come back and join us next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Thanks for listening. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.